Thank you for tuning into the All Natural Podcast. This is your host, Shay, and we're back again for a wonderful show. I'm so excited about today's show. I have an absolutely amazing guest today. You have to get to know this guest. But before we do, you know, we have to pay bills. So let's get right into the commercial break, and we'll be right back with my commercials. Thank you for sticking with us. Today, we have Miss Margo with us. Margo, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy that you're on the show. Uh, last time I seen you, we were doing vision boards at, at a yeah. common friend's house, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it really was. I'm so glad I was able to meet you, and thank you for having me today. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I actually thought about, I said, I, you know, I have to have her on the show because I pulled out that vision board, and I looked at it, and I've accomplished everything but one thing, and I was like, let me call her and contact Marco and have yes. her on the show. Um, tell the people a little bit about yourself. What do you do um, on an everyday basis? What does Margo do? So first and foremost, I'm a mommy <laughs> um, of a teenager. Which oh, me too. <laughs> which is um, joyful, um, I will say. Um, it's very adventurous. Um, I just got engaged. So oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, super excited about that and ready to start planning a wedding. Um, but my passion um, during the day, my um, seven to three, should I say, um, I'm an early childhood educator. Um, and I like to say professional now because I also am an adjunct instructor at a community college, which oh, I'm wow. falling in love with um, just being able to share knowledge and ideas and coaching you know those who want to enter into this wonderful world of early childhood education all right and um what age do you have because actually I'm an early childhood educator as well so what age do you have um I have four and five year olds okay yeah that's that's definitely great you're getting ready for school that's a big thing well today's show is going to be about natural hair in the school system, you guys. And this is a hot topic right now. Um, You know, as you already know, if you've listened to any of my podcasts before, I always do my research. And I was just totally shocked at some of the things that I found. So me and Margo kind of, you know, talk on this. And um, you're welcome to call in and we can get your uh, opinion on the show as well. But I want to start off with this article I found um, back in 2017 uh, at a Boston charter school. And they didn't release the name um, of the school, but a 15-year-old girl was actually giving like five different detentions because she had extensions in her hair. I could not believe that. What do you think about that, Margo? So it's very interesting that you bring this up. Um, Recently, just in, I think, Durham or um, it's somewhere in North Carolina, though, um, um, a softball player had um braids in her hair with beads and they actually made her cut her hair during the game so she could continue to play and I was appalled by it just like you were when you were reading that how do you get detention just for your hair and you know we've seen right over and over again you know those are not the only two instances but I thought it had kind of phased out because um I think it was this year it might have been last year, but um, it's the Crown Act and it's national. Yes, it definitely, it definitely is uh, the the national Crown campaign. Um, so it's like aimed towards helping with natural natural hair discrimination, and that's in the workplace and in school. Yeah, I definitely think they need to like 
proceed with that because um, you said something about cutting hair. Uh, in 2018, a referee, it was like a wrestling match, and there was a, a gentleman, I think he was, 16 yeah he was 16 and he was forced to cut his hair he was mixed and he in there or he was gonna forfeit the match I think that is crazy like what were the parents saying at that point like you even if I was not African-American I think I still would have a major issue with that that would not go over well with me yes and I question that too where was everyone like who was advocating for this child in that moment um, just like with the detentions, all the processes that have to happen before someone actually goes to detention, you mean to tell me no one in that, you know, process said this is not right? Um, how did it still get to happen, you know? So even with the gentleman that you're just talking about with the wrestling match, who was right there with him? Why was his coach not saying, no, stand your ground? Why right, so exactly. Unanswered questions, you know? Um, and I'm super proud of, um, it was, it's a young lady in Charlotte, um, in North Carolina. I think she just, she went to the school board and wanted them to, um, activate basically the crown act. And she started like a nonprofit. I was reading about it and, and don't know enough about it to actually talk about it, but I was so happy to see someone in high school. She was a senior in high school. I do remember. Oh yeah. That's phenomenal. Article that she was just so empowered to make change and be an advocate. And we need that, you know. We definitely do. We need all of our young people to to have that same mind frame and want to make change because the older generation is not always going to be here. So, yeah, you know, you can complain about it. But if you're not doing anything to change it, then what are you doing? And I'm you know? so, yeah, definitely. I know as an educator, you know, we try to, um, empower um, young minds to speak up and speak out, you know. Um, and it's so challenging because sometimes our job get put on the line, you know, if we encourage that behavior because, you know, we never know how the child is actually going to advocate and then it right. falls back on us, you know. Um, but I'm so big on parent engagement, family engagement. So, you know, empowering the families to empower their children, you know, become your own advocate, become your child's biggest advocate. Um, it's something that I always speak. And, you know, even me as an educator with natural hair. Me just How long have you been natural? Oh, my goodness. Um, let's see. My daughter is 13. So at least 10 years wow 10 years um and I will tell you when I was switching jobs one time um uh, a black mentor that someone that I looked up to she said you know before you go for your interview you might want to straighten your hair and I would you know get blowout (laughs) sometime but it hurt my feelings to know that this person that I looked as a mentor was telling me to straighten my hair, but she, I and not be yourself. Right. right. But I knew she was coming from, a. I was so conflicted because I knew she was coming from a place of, you know, this has happened to me before, or I know you want the job. You have to do this, you know, based off history, but what are we teaching the children? Like if, if I don't, 
if I'm not my authentic self as an educator, what am I showing students in the classroom? Right. Um, well, I, I heard that, you know, you're doing a lot to actually empower our youth um, with your new book. So tell me a little bit about your book. What's the name of it? I want to hear all about it. Yes. Yeah, so I recently published, self-published my first children's book. It's called Mirrors Up. And it's a book full of affirmations. And it started basically in my classroom. I was um, finding that my children were having, my students were having low self-esteem and, you know, just not that courageous and, you know, just wanting right. them to love themselves, that self-care and self-love. Which is, which is very important. It's so I mean, important. it starts at a young age yes. and it goes all the way through life because there's some adults that actually still need to maybe get your book and do those affirmations. I think yes. that's a fantastic thing. So um, how can someone actually um, order your book or get your book if they're interested in getting mirrors up for their kids? So that you actually have options. Um, you can go to my website and I'll give it to you. Maybe you can um, post it in the um, comments or something of this, but um, it's TLC Consulting ece.com you can go there and find it mirrors up or you can um, also purchase it on amazon so yeah okay, great yes everyone has amazon guys so <laughs> i know you have amazon if you're listening to this unless you're like still in the 1900s i don't know but you can check it out on amazon and order it miss margo um and it would be under margo ford right i think yes um, and also it's called mirrors up. So log on right now. Everybody should be logging on so we can support. And also so we can empower our youth. If you don't have kids, give it to a neighbor, give it to someone, a child at the church. Yes. We definitely need to empower our youth. Yes. Share it with child care centers, anything. <laughs> Just right. let's start a movement of empowering young children. Thank you so much. And it was funny that you said that because, um, one of my co-teachers, she did a women's empowerment group recently, and she said, I want to use your book. And I was like, but it's for kids. You know, like I did this in my classroom. I was, you know, thinking it might be too, you know, immature. Well, the um, person who like owned it, they ended up purchasing 25 copies because they wanted. Oh, that is everything. fantastic. What yes. a blessing. So she was saying, no, women need this you know adults need this this is for everyone so I'm kind right. of changing my views on maybe it is for everyone so <laughs> well I have something that I want to ask you because I know all of the listeners are probably thinking the same thing so you talked about you know your mentor that told you hey you might want to straighten your hair or get a blowout or something before going to this interview what did you decide to do with that information so I I was hurt I told you in the moment I was hurt. right and it basically challenged me to be my authentic self. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say that, I love big earrings. Um, I love natural hair. And it's not to say sometimes I do still, you know, get a blowout just for something different. You know, I love change um, depending on how I'm feeling or, you know, whatnot. So I have nothing against that. But if. I want you to know who you're hiring. Right. You know that if, if you hire me, I might have a blowout this day, but the next day my hair might be kinky and coily. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So accept me for who I am. So I want to wear, I decided to wear my natural hair. 
um, um I'm my so glad earrings. you did <laughs> um you know I had to be me because that's when I'm most comfortable if I would have got a blowout not to say I would not have been comfortable but if I would have changed my earrings or you know not worn that certain lipstick or you know whatnot then I'm not being my authentic self right and they don't they need whoever's I look at it like this whoever's trying to hire you or attempting to hire you you're doing an interview they're looking for something that they don't already have they don't need a million Jessica's if they already have Jessica they need a Margot so when you come through and you're yourself and you have your big earrings and you have your crown and it's picked out that's that's something that they don't have already so that's fantastic And being that I work in, you know, um, school environments, usually public school environments, the purpose is I want students who see me for who I am too. You know, they might say, oh, I want to wear my hair like that, but someone told me not to. If she can do it, I can do it too. And sometimes it's not even a conversation. It's just a look, a pass in the hallway. Hey, how are you doing? oh man look at her fro I want to wear my fro or even some right um I had a little girl one time she came in crying and her dad was like Miss Ford can you tell her her hair is beautiful she at four years old already thought that her hair was not beautiful and she I see that younger and younger I mean I really do and it hurt my feelings so bad so of course the next day you know Miss Ford had to have her two puffballs too like (laughs) (laughs) right and and that's that good educator coming out right there so you know (laughs) yes thank you we have to empower our children and you know I don't know if she saw something or heard something or you know whatnot but I wanted her to know I support the afro puffs so (laughs) we're gonna rock our afro puffs together Um, so how do you normally uh wear your hair like on an everyday basis you know I know you said you like change but what's your go-to natural hairstyle to wear into the school twist out um I will either two strand twist my hair um and sometimes I'll wear the twist for a couple of days you know and then maybe like the second or third day I'll take it out and you know it just naturally grows over a couple days Um, right my twist out always looks better like three days later than it does the first day so uh, sometimes I just two strand twist my whole head and then sometimes I'll flat twist back and take out um but though that's my go-to style on a normal basis like right now um I had an event um Sunday so I took the twist out and you know so right now I just have a hair wrap I love hair wraps too um so I have a hair wrap on with um my twist out at the top poking out okay. my, um headband and I'm rocking it <laughs> well that's that's great um do you have any natural you know uh children in your class right now I know you said you're teaching four and fives I do um I do I have three, um, three right now. Yep. I had to think <laughs> I okay. have three right now. And have you ever seen anyone maybe look at them differently or treat them differently because of their hair? Um, the one incident that I can think of was actually, um, I kind of see it as a microaggression kind of um, just against women, but it was, um, it was a a teacher just passing like, Ooh, um, I'm surprised she hadn't got her hair done. 
because you know she usually keeps her hair braided or whatnot um so mm-hmm. that's and 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 to some I, people that wouldn't have been an issue but to a black woman that is an issue to me because what right. that's saying to me is you think that I have to be fixed up all the time I always have to have braids and I right. can never have a day when I let my hair breathe and I just come as I am yes so that's the thing I took it I was like did y'all hear what she just said like <laughs> did, right. you know and I'm trying to um that's something that I'm working on right now is not to be shocked in the moment and to address it right then I don't like when I do that I get so angry with myself yes. when I'm like and then I'm like 15 minutes later I'm like oh I should have said this and I should have right. said that and I'm like why didn't I say it right then because it, I was just so shocked that someone would even say or do what they've done that they kind of just got a pass and kind of yep. got away with it without me addressing it because I was so shocked yep and I am learning to not be so angry with myself and even if it's after the fact if 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 it's someone at work to go back and say do you remember I need to talk to you about this and I know that takes courage um right and you know it's it's risky because you don't know how that person is going to react but in order to create change and effective change we have to be bold and do those things so that's something that I'm totally working on and you and I can hold each other accountable for that right now since we're both saying that but right you you need an accountability partner like I didn't do this okay how can I fix it you know because it 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 messes with me I'm like no I have to go back and say something honestly it really does like I even it affects my sleep if to a certain extent it's like okay, I didn't even sleep well last night because I'm thinking that I need to address this. And I feel like I've, I maybe have been doing a lot better and not realizing that I'm doing better um, because I did have a situation at work and, you know, it was like a week later and I I was just like, okay, I still need to talk to you about this. And I feel like the person knew that because they kept giving me the runaround, like, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. We can talk after lunch. Blah, blah. And then one day I was just like, okay, this is my opportunity. No one's in here but them. I'm going straight to them. We're going to talk about this. Yeah. Um. And I'm so proud of you. I'm that makes my heart so happy. I'm actually a member of NEAYC, um, which is the National Association for Young Children. Yes, and we have an equity circle. Um, and I'll make sure I send you um, our next equity circle. Um, oh, please do. That's I fantastic. Would I would love to be a part of that. Um, so we have monthly sessions, and you know they're about different topics um, within the early childhood arena but you know we focused on microaggressions we focused on biases we focused on the the equity position statement within NEAYC so different things but just to come together and talk about how we can be advocates you know in in our different areas and different um, cities and counties across the state of North Carolina but um, i you know, I'm just always amazed at, we, we have a Facebook group and, you know, we share different things that are happening or resources or whatnot. And I'm, I'm just super amazed at, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of how far we've come, but I realize that we still have so much work to do. You right. Know? And that's, and that's up to people like myself and you that we're going to like, you know, make this thing continue to grow and to go and hopefully we'll have some help from the crown act uh that national campaign um that would definitely make it a lot easier for people to not get uh discrimination in the workplace and in schools 
definitely. It's- well, thank you so much, Margo, for being a part of the show today. I appreciate it so much for you being here. I was so excited when I found out that you were going to be on the show. If you could just please let everyone know about your book one more time, where they can get it from. Um, please say, you know, the website twice. So if they have to kind of write it down, um, just where they can get your book from, because Mirrors Up is what you guys need to be doing. Check it out. Yes. So the title of the book is Mirrors Up um, by Margo Ford, and you can find it on Amazon or you can go to the website. Um, Make sure you follow us um, on all social media platforms and then you can literally just click the link to order. Um, Our platform is T-L-C-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G-E-C. So T-L-C Consulting E-C. Um, And that's our handle on all platforms, Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, and it will just let you click right onto our website to go and get the book. But also it is available on Amazon. And we just want you to hold your mirrors up high and speak affirmations to yourself. Thank you so much. That's Miss Margot Ford. All right. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you. Bye.